Welcome to From Numbness to Fulfillment podcast with Jordana Miazza. That's me. My goal here is to help you feel alive, love your life and enjoy it to the fullest. For this, we'll use incredible breakthrough tools, insights and research that I discovered in my own journey from a very disconnected self to who I am today. So if you feel kind of unplugged from your life, from who you truly are or lost or stuck, and you want to not only know but become the best wholehearted version you can be, I am so here for you. And I promise you'll feel free, empowered, and more you than ever before. So grab a cup of your favorite drink, get comfortable, and come join me every week in this journey from numbness to fulfillment. Hello, welcome to another episode of From Numbness to Fulfillment. Today, I'm going to do a bit of a different episode. For you, probably will be the same. For me, will be different. I usually um, write some notes on what I want to say. And if there's something that I want to say it in a particular way, just to, to get a certain emotional response from you, then I'll just write it down. But today... I wanted to just go with the flow. I wanted for you today to to pause because we've been doing this process this past four weeks of choosing the life you want that I think we need to pause for a second and just just think back on on what we did and and how it felt doing it because we can usually rush through life and do more things and more things and more things and more things. And the truth is that no matter what we do, the only way of really truly connecting with ourselves is to pause and to pay attention to what we're going through, to what we're feeling, to see what need is behind that. I'm all about that. So I wanted today to to really think, okay, so how did I feel on the first week? So how did I feel with uh, what I wear? Did I feel more confident? Did I find a new version of myself? Just an exterior one, I know, because it is just clothing. But what was the effect that it had emotionally on me? And then we'll go to the second week. So the second week was where I am or what surrounds me, that was the the word I used. And how did that make me feel? Was that challenging? Uh, Was that revealing of some sort of pattern that I have? Like, I start beautifully the first day, but then it just wears off. What was it for me to go through that experience? What good thing I could take from that and just incorporate it in my daily life or my weekly life. And then we'll move on to the third one. The third one was about beliefs, what I believe. What was revealing about that? Did you find any pattern again of thoughts that come that resonate with the same belief behind them? How did you feel when you started asking questions and when you finally had this, you know, like special neuron paying extra attention to the thoughts that 
kind of circle around the same root. So did you notice that? How did you feel? How did you feel every time you, you caught a thought that was not serving you? Did you realize what belief was behind them, behind all of them? What happened? Did you find new beliefs that you wanted better? Did you start incorporating those? Every time you caught a thought that was not serving you, did you change it? Or did you feel different? Or did you feel it was forced? How did you feel? And then the last one, which was last week. That episode was the most shared episode and I received the most messages about. Because I think that that has to do that whatever we do, if it is coming from us, then we can do something about it. What happens when we do things, but then the other person just stays the same, which is okay. Is that right? They can do whatever they want with their lives. But then how do we choose to move forward with that relationship? So that episode was very revealing for a lot of people. And I received messages so beautiful, like, like so incredibly beautiful. And I am so thankful for that because everything I'm doing and every time I, I said this before, but it's true. I, I, I just cannot say it enough. I am here recording this because if you're struggling with some tiny part of what I struggle with, I want to help you. I didn't have anyone telling me these things. For me, when I started, uh, when I was a kid, I, I did therapy a lot. That was good. That was really, really good. And then I did the Gestalt or Hestalt, and that was amazing. That was so revealing. And yeah, so I had different types of help, but it wasn't somebody that had gone through the same experience. And I found that in life, when you find somebody that understands you because they went through the same experience or sorry for that noise. <laughs> this time I didn't let anybody in the house know that I was recording. <laughs> so I'm here in my closet recording. And yeah, uh, my husband and kids are just doing whatever they're doing. So I realized that that was a very, very important aspect of helping or reaching somebody that needs help. So that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because if you are feeling somehow how I felt, or if you're struggling with the things that I struggled and that I was able to find a path through it, not avoiding it, through it to get to the other side and to, to know myself more, I want to give everything to you. Because I don't want you to feel how I felt. So everything I can do to help you, I will do it. That's why I'm here for. So about the toxic relationships, it's easy to overlook, you know, the signs to, to think um, maybe they're stressed or um, that's because it's having a bad day or... I'm sure that it will change eventually when we 
when we're married or when we get together or when, I don't know, whatever the relationship is. And some things will, some things won't. Unless they have professional help. So it's good that we that we see those things, that we identify them. And even if we keep on accepting them just for now, let's say just for now, it's always, it's always better to know that we are choosing that, that we are choosing to put, let's say, an expiry date, you know, a due date for all this and for this relationship and say, okay, so I'll wait another six months and... And I'll see how I feel then or whatever, you know, like set a time instead of this ongoing thing that we keep on being and allowing ourselves to be in the same pattern, in the same relationship, in the same dance. I think that that episode was so helpful because it gave the signs, the warning signs, the tools to identify those behaviors that are specifically inherent to that person. And so we can choose what we do. If we choose to stay with that person or keep talking with a person or how we keep this in the interactions with that person, do we still want that relationship or not? And all these things, because there is another thing, and that is that many, many people have this kind of, I will save them, I will... I will make him better or I will make her better. And at some point we can, but the change has to come from within, from within the person. The same with you. If you change something, it's because you're asking the questions, it's because you're thinking the thoughts. It's not because somebody else comes and say, you have to change. That won't do it. And by recognizing those signs and also by recognizing and acknowledging the role that we play within that relationship then we can decide it's like the control comes back to us i'm talking control in a negative sense like in, like in a good way like instead of waiting for the other person to change or want to change before so they can change then the ball is in our field again so okay so the person is like this these are the warning signs. So whenever these signs or these patterns or these behaviors come into action and I can see them and I can recognize them, then I can choose. Then I can choose to dance a different dance. Then I can choose to change the partner. Then I can choose if I accept this for now, but I set a time limit to see if this is just a rough patch. We can decide. And we have so many options. We don't have to cut the relationship. We can we can distance a bit. We can reduce the interaction. So if you spend all day with that person, just spend less or just maybe one hour less or whatever it is. You can do as many baby steps as you want. And I said that, all that in that episode, but I want to reinforce that. So I wanted today to pause and just look back to all these episodes and how did they make you feel? How did you feel by changing your clothes or trying something new or 
How did you feel? How did you feel by decluttering? Because at the same time, everything that we were doing was decluttering our lives from things that don't serve us anymore. So how did you feel? What things can you incorporate? Can you take from this and incorporate in your life? And it doesn't have to be a daily life. It could be a weekly or a monthly or whatever. You can do just once a month or whenever you feel it's good for you. And that is what I want to encourage you to do is to check with you what is right for you what feels good to you not to me i can share all the tools and i can tell you the words or the insights or the thoughts that i believe will help you but at the end of the day this will work for you if it works for you if it doesn't it's okay, just let it wash off, continue with the next. The most important of the things that I told you and that I will tell you ever until the day I die is pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to what are you feeling at any given time. Whenever you feel overwhelmed, check in with yourself, feel what you're feeling, understand what is going on? What do you need? Because if you're in a relationship that you need something from the other person, you need to ask you a couple of questions like, why do I need this from this person? Is there something lacking in me that I need? You know, I, I'm a table with three legs and I need one more and this is just the person for now, but the same leg I can pick from somebody else? Why do I need this from this person? And is this person giving me what I need or not? And maybe I'll keep on expecting because I want this person to fulfill this need, but then they are not fulfilling it. So how does that make you feel? And put the ball back again in your field. What do you want to do about it? How do you want to respond to those situations in your life? It doesn't have to be, again, sorry for saying it again, but it is important. It doesn't have to be overnight. Just do baby steps, tiny steps. Go for a walk if you need some time by yourself and think. And maybe you're with all these things going on in the world. You need some time alone and you cannot have it at home because, I don't know, people in your house. Just go for a walk. It's raining, get an umbrella. Just go out. Go to a supermarket and then just go to a supermarket that is further away instead of the one in your corner. I don't know. Just find ways of being with yourself and respecting whatever you need in that moment. Find time to pause, to connect with yourself and see what you're feeling, what you're going through. What your thoughts are telling you. Are those thoughts serving you or they're not? I wanted today to tell you this because I think it is so important. It is so important. No matter what you do, if you're rushing and running every day, you will feel completely depleted and you maybe won't know why. And that is because you never stop to, to ask yourself, to check in with yourself on what is going on. How do you feel and how do you want to proceed? How do you want to move forward? Even though if the check-in is just to say, ah, all good. Fantastic, keep going. So let's do that this week. 
Okay? So have a lovely week. Have some space for yourself. Go for a cup of coffee somewhere or maybe just outside in your patio or garden or just go around the block, go walking. Whatever you want to do, have some space for yourself and connect. The learning, the insights and everything that is good for you, that serves you, will come out of those questions, will come out of those walks, of those times of connection with yourself. Because what you're doing is just checking and thinking what worked, what didn't. And that learning is the most important one. Because you will keep on doing the things that work for you and you stop doing the things that don't work for you. I encourage you to do that. I hope you found this episode helpful. And yeah, talk to you next time. Have a lovely week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got something out of it. For questions or comments on this or a future show, you can send them to me to Jordana at fromnumbnesstofulfillment.com or let's connect on Instagram, that's at jordana.miazza. Also, I created a private Facebook community because I love doing these podcasts, but this is just one way street and I want to talk with you. I want to know you. So there we can all get together a safe space where we can be ourselves fully and we can all support each other. I'm there every day to inspire you. There may be some dance videos and some surprise lives here and there. So together we can make life more fun, enjoyable and meaningful. To join super easy, go to Facebook and search from Numbness to Fulfillment community, answer a couple of questions. Those are just for me and be part of these beautiful and so needed conversations that we started here. If you like this podcast, subscribe if you didn't so you never miss out and make sure you rate it. I know I always say that, but I mean it. Please, if you think something I said resonated or helped you in some way, your review can help this podcast be seen by someone that really, really needs it. And if you think something I said today could help someone you know right now, please share this episode with them. Remember, we are all in this together, so be kind, be authentic, be courageous, and gift the world your best wholehearted self. And if at some point gets overwhelming, think just one step at a time. Let's meet next week for another episode to take you from numbness to fulfillment. Have a great week. Bye-bye.